0: And this is The Demented Demented Files!
1: this is julie and this is raquel welcome to the Demented files
0: yeah what episode you, wh- wh- are we wh- in are um 21 right no 22 it's 22 yeah damn We got 22 that's crazy mm-hmm. 22nd mm-hmm. episode 22nd episode how are you all right it's friday it's friday
1: but it, like i told you i this morning i was like i i can't do this week anymore i you can't look tired i'm just like i'm so dead i need a vacation yeah so badly i know I'm just drained, but
0: yeah. yeah, hanging in there. No, I understand. Yeah, I understand. How are you doing? It's been a long week. Mm-hmm. You know, like I told you before, we're kind of stuck in that one room, and the room is about 15 feet by 15 feet, and there's eight people in there. No windows. Oh you know, Dude, you
1: don't know who's farting in there. You're no, just sniffing I don't. everybody's farts.
0: Yeah, and it's just a lot of personalities, mm. and it just sucks. But but it's you know. It's, going. it's the end of the week. It's Friday. Yeah. We yeah. only have about four more months in that fucking dreaded, god-awful room. <laughs> so...
1: It's going to be worth it in the end. It's going to be. Oh, it's going it to be. It that's is. the
0: only reason I'm still dealing with it because yeah. if it wasn't, I would have left.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Well, how are you feeling other than that?
0: I'm good. Yeah. I feel good. Yeah. I'm excited it's Friday. Yes. I'm glad the work week is over. I know. I'm going to Rhode Island tomorrow Woo-hoo! for a little mini vacation. Very nice. Uh, my boyfriend's party was a su- success.
1: Yeah, that's right. We, uh, we did talk
0: about yes, that last episode. Yes, we did. Episode. Last episode. And Julie was such a big support to me. Oh. And I yes. appreciate you. Of course. Oh, thank you. And we had a fucking blast.
1: And like you had predicted, he had no fucking idea. He it was had no great. idea. It was so funny. It was
0: so funny. He had no idea. He and he was no actually idea. that night. He was talking to me, and he's like, he was really upset with himself because he didn't notice. Yeah. And <laughs> so, really, <laughs> you know, I had to talk him down off the ledge a little bit. But
1: that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. So yes, what are we gonna be discussing today? today it's your, your episode today. I am
0: very excited because we're gonna be talking about feral children.
1: That one's interesting. You told me via text and I was like, okay, I I have no idea what you're talking about. So I'm interested.
0: Feral children is apparently a common thing. Well, I wouldn't say common, common, but it's more common than I thought it was. Okay. So feral children, it's actually defined as, it's not that little asshole you see running around without any parent supervision. It's literally a feral child. So it's defined as a child who has lived in isolation from human contact from an early age. A feral child often struggles to learn human language and behavior once they make contact with people again. And there have been about a hundred known cases throughout all of human history of feral children.
1: See, when you say feral children, to me, all I think about is, do you remember Chocolate Boy from Hey Arnold? He's like, chocolate, chocolate, I like chocolate. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think when I think Hell of a yeah. feral
0: child. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's like a perfect example. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I guess there's been, you know, multiple cases of feral children. And so we're going to dive into a couple of them. Some have happy endings and some don't. So All right. there's a mix. And, you know, there's always been this theory about like whether, you know, kind of like nature versus nurture, like how what you grow up around, you know, uh, how that like kind of shifts like who you are, or what you'll be able to be and things like that. And yeah. so this is kind of like a prime example of like, you know, that. And like even for my son, he it was just him and I up until he was three Mm -hmm. and he didn't talk until he was three like he i I ended up having to get him services because he was three and not speaking words he was yeah he would make like little weird requests like for example he'd ask me for fruit snacks and he says "wan kagi and i'm like (laughs) what the fuck is kagi bro you start learning like the the children's languages so i knew what he was saying yep like a balloon was a balloon oh balloon and i'm just like okay yeah balloon yeah You know, so it was like he had his own. He literally sounded like a minion. And that's because it was only me and him. Yeah. And so even though I talked to him and I talked to him like adult, he learned best from other children his age. Yeah. So I got him the services. He went into preschool. Literally by five, the kid was reading fucking books, which is, you know, usually five is when you begin to learn Mm -hmm. to read. He went out. He wasn't even in kindergarten yet. And he was reading. That's awesome. um, And spelling certain words that were like, wow yeah you know yep so the first case that i'm going to talk about is dina sani that is the feral child who helped inspire the jungle book oh. and i hope that i'm saying his name right yeah. um because he I is from india but it's d-i-n-a so i'm thinking it's dina or dina dina probably it is a man dina, probably. so I'm, yeah, yeah i'm not too sure but he was raised by wolves in india's attar pradesh jungle He was found by hunters in 1867. So this was like a really, really old case. And I do have a mix of like time frames for these cases because there was one that was pretty recent.
1: Wow. I didn't know this was a a real thing. Yeah,
0: this is like a valid thing. It's nuts. And there's some photos. So I'm excited to put those photos on Instagram, too. So, he was raised by wolves in India's Adar Pradesh jungle. Like I said, he was founded by hunters in 1867. And he was in a wolf den. He was with a bunch of wolves when the hunters found him. That's insane. Like, Like, just how they just took
1: him in. Yeah.
0: Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, the hunters ultimately had to smoke the wolves out of the cave and they had to kill the leader. To be able to get to the boy, so they were oh. like protecting him, like yeah, like of they, course. you know, like that that he was one of theirs. Yeah. So when they captured him, when they killed the leader and they smoked the the wolves out of the den, they were able to capture the boy and bring him back to civilization. You know, they they didn't think anything of it at the time. They just thought, you know, this kid chills with wolves. They didn't know like how in depth this situation would go. It wasn't until they were transporting him back to civilization that they realized he was not just your average child. Uh He was growling and barking and not standing upright. Uh was just on all fours, just, just like a dog, mm-hmm. uh, like mm-hmm. a wolf. Yeah, because that's what he's learned his whole life. Yep, and he only communicated via wolf-like grunts and howls. So there was no, like, you know, help or hi. It was more like... You know, like oh. legit. Yeah. So they brought the boy to an orphanage, and the orphanage was actually staffed with missionaries. During this time, he continued to growl, howl, and walk on all fours. They didn't know how to communicate with this young man.
1: So I'm I'm assuming he would just like when he had to poop, when he had to go, he, he would just probably get in the just shit and just walk He'd away. Probably
0: scrape at it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he probably, probably cleaned himself afterwards. He probably didn't even clean himself, to be honest. Do wolves clean themselves after no. shit? I know cats do.
1: You mean like clean with their tongues and yeah. stuff? Yeah. I mean, a child wouldn't be able, a human wouldn't be able to reach. I no,
0: think. I mean like their whole body. Like when my cat's shit, they'll go groom their paws. They groom everything. Not you just- know what I think about? The
1: wolves must have did it for him.
0: Yeah, because he was the baby. Yep. Probably. Yeah. So
1: I don't know what he was doing when he was captured, per se.
0: Imagine that first shower they tried to give him. He probably thought they were trying to kill him. Yeah, maybe. That's crazy. So he would only eat raw meat and would chew on bones to sharpen his teeth. This kid probably had worms and parasites and all of that. Probably, yeah. So the missionaries at the orphanage tried to teach him sign language, but the sign language that they were trying to teach him, it was just simply a lost cause. You know, obviously wolves have paws, so he had never really seen fingers making movements and gestures before. So he was probably just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, it didn't resonate that they were trying to like communicate with him because all the communication that he had was through grunts and howls. Right. So like animals like us, like we talk with our hands, like you point, oh, which way do I go? And you point left. You go over there. Mm -hmm, Dogs, mm -hmm. they don't, I mean, wolves. I'm sorry, they don't communicate like that. Canine, yeah. Right, like, they're not picking up their paw, like, hey, bro, what's up, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Giving you the (laughs) finger. Right, like, fuck you. (laughs) Um, So he made some progress eventually, but it was just, it was minimal progress at best, Wow. Yeah, there wasn't much progress. Before he died, and sadly he died of tuberculosis. Yeah, everyone died of TB back then. Yeah, yep, yep. So, he died at the age of 35 from tuberculosis. By that time, he had only learned to dress himself, walk upright, and smoke cigarettes. Of course
1: he learned how to smoke cigarettes.
0: So that was it. No talking. Wow. None of that. He must
1: have... I feel like he must have felt so out of place.
0: Isolated, yeah. So
1: out of place. And I wonder if he would have gotten TB if he would have stayed out there living with the wolves.
0: Of course not.
1: Because it's he not... Was,
0: yeah, it's not like, you, you know. know... Around
1: people and yeah. diseases and right.
0: stuff. Yeah. He probably would have been alive and yeah. he probably would have... I mean, he was probably living a happy life. I mean, unfortunately, you know, like, you're so young. That's all you know. Just Yeah, you start to mature, so. Yeah, he just ripped, you know, ripped him away from that. For what? Because you think that's society's norm? I mean, yeah, the kid needed to be safe, but... What kind of life did he have either way? Exactly. I mean, granted, I'm glad they gave him a shot, but it's like maybe not an orphanage. I mean, back then, they didn't have one-on-one care, so I'm assuming, you know, the options were limited, but I'm sure the intention was good. It was just such a one-off situation. It's not too often you find a baby you know little boy hanging out with wolves right right crawling on all fours and stuff so that's insane yeah so that is the story of Mr. Sani Chair and like I said we'll be posting pictures of him his picture made me really sad because he looked he looked really lost he did he just looked very like empty and lost and you could tell there wasn't a whole lot going on in there Mm -hmm. um yeah so I mean you got to think about it when he's thinking what language is he thinking in yeah like what is even going through his head because it's like when we when we think we're like oh yeah like in human language Mm -hmm. like what could have possibly been i wonder you know what i mean yeah yeah Yeah, i I just i don't isn't that so weird to think like what could have possibly been going through his head so when you see the pictures you'll see he just looked really like he looked like a shell like there was nothing in there
1: there wasn't you know they took him away from the only thing he knew right the only place that he felt safe right Right. So Um, it's a lot. Imagine somebody like that now too, like coming mm -hmm. into like everything, technology and cars and planes and all kinds of scary. It's it's a lot. Scary. It's a lot. You see when they rescue a kitten, how afraid Mm -hmm. a little kitten is or a little puppy? Yeah. Imagine human feels the same way if they've been completely feral their whole lives.
0: Right. Well, that's sad. I know. Poor guy. So the next story is the story of Jeannie Wiley. Uh, Have you ever heard of her? No. Okay. So this was a more recent case. Oh. Yeah. So she was born in 1957 in California. She was brutally abused and neglected by her father, Clark. Clark was an asshole. Okay, here we go. Yep. (laughs) So for the first 13 years of her life, 13 years, the first 13 years of her life, she was locked in a room and strapped to a toddler seat. That's hell. That is hell. Sometimes she was even put in a cage. Um, wow. 13 years. Her father would beat her with a wooden plank and bark and growl at her like a dog. What the hell? So he was just a nutcase piece of shit. Yeah. So she was never allowed outside and had minimal contact with humans outside of the hose that lived in her household. So she was just kind of isolated, same thing, didn't have much socialization. Her mother was nearly blind, but eventually escaped the house and the abuse in 1970. Her mother blamed her blindness on her inability to escape sooner. I questioned that a little bit because... Thirteen years you couldn't escape? I mean, maybe. I don't know the full, you know, did dad work? Like, I mean, they had it. He had to be gone somehow. Like, to me, that just seems a little bit sketchy. But that's what she said. She said that she couldn't escape because she was blind. Hmm. A little weird to me. Her mother, Irene, had planned to go to a social service center for the blind after she escaped the abuse. And accidentally walked into social services. So there's this this agency, and I don't know if this is the agency they're referring to. I know in Connecticut it's called Besby. Uh-huh. It's the Bureau of Education for Blind Services. Okay. And it's specifically for those who have visual impairments, whether you're fully blind or you're, you know, blind in one eye, you know. And they have all these accommodations and uh, a legal team and different, like, uh... Like they have something called JAWS, which it's like a screen reader that uh, will read the screen out loud to you since you obviously can't see the screen. It'll okay. read the screen out loud to you of the document. There's lots of different services that Besby offers. So I think she was looking for something like that. But instead, she ended up walking into social services, DSS, Department of Social Services. Yeah. You know, in some states, the Department of Social Services, they handle like DCF related matters like child abuse and neglect yeah. and things like that. Yeah. So she accidentally walked into something like that. So the workers knew immediately that Jeannie needed help, and they initially thought she might be autistic. They weren't suspecting that she was a feral child, so they thought she was autistic. Child abuse cases were opened against both of Jeannie's parents, but Jeannie's mom's charges were eventually dropped. She convinced them that, you know, it wasn't her fault, which, I mean, like I said, that's questionable. Mm -hmm. Granted, you weren't doing the abuse, but were Mm -hmm. you doing anything about it? No. So, blind or not, you knew what was going on for 13 years. Yeah, of course. Kiss my ass. So Jeannie's dad, Clark, killed himself instead of facing his trial. So he was a coward. Oh,
1: my God. That's the worst when you get no justice. Yep.
0: And he left behind a note that said the world will never understand. That's as simple as that. I just don't understand what there is to understand. Like, yeah, the world will never understand. Like 13 years. You even, never understand even, that you're an asshole? Even a day. You know what I mean? Like, that, yeah. is, that is serious abuse. You don't do that to a dog. You don't right. do that to your own kid. Right. Right. So, the National Institute of Mental Health saw genie as a blank slate for research. So, you know, back in the day, they were still trying to figure out, you know, mental illness Mm -hmm. and social and emotional development and things like that. So, from 1971 to 1975, researchers studied genie. Oh, man. I feel like genie always gets the shit under the stick. Yeah. Uh, So, through their research, they disproved the theory that humans cannot learn language after puberty. So, they figured it out that because a lot, they believe that after puberty, there's, you can't. That's it. You can't learn nothing. Uh, Well, you can't learn language. Okay. So, through their research, they disproved that and they found that that was not true.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Many of the scientists were also accused of having a conflict of interest, as she lived with many of them during the study. That's sketchy as fuck. That's very sketchy. So, in 1979, her mother filed a lawsuit against the hospital and many of the scientists who studied Jeannie, claiming that they exploited her for prestige and profit. Well, you also exploited her, ma'am, so suck a fat one. The suit was settled in 1984, and Jeannie would cease all contact with the researchers, so eventually mom got her pulled out of there. I mean, granted, maybe... she definitely shouldn't have been used for research, you know, against, especially if it was against her will. There yeah. wasn't a whole lot of information on like the specifics of that research or, you know, uh, I was just like, mom was like, yeah, no, but okay. you know, she was real quick to uh, fix that though. huh? Wow. So she lived with her mother for some time after she was pulled from the researchers, but was then removed again and placed into foster homes. At these homes, she was once again victimized and abused. So mm. Okay. As of now, she's 64, and she lives in in an assisted living home, and she has been described as nothing but a shell. Oh, goodness, not again. So she is also a shell. So like I said, there are not always positive outcomes from this. And that's why they always
1: teach you... If you have like kids right away, you start doing things with them. Yeah, you know, little things, music. I mean, how do you not want to talk to your kids? Sounds like anything because you have to develop them mentally and everything because stimulate them. That's what happens. What? I
0: love talking to babies. It's so fun. So cute. Like, how do you not want to sit and chill with your baby and talk to it? I love babies. Like, they could fit on your little lap, you know, and you could just look in their little face, and they're so cuddly, and they love you at that time. Yeah, and then you just talk to them, and they're like, yeah this fucking rocks yeah. and you're like hell yeah it does yeah it's you know so cute. like i want one but i can't afford one i know i, know I want one another one too but <laughs> i also can't afford one yep so, so that is the story of genie very sad story
1: that is yeah
0: so my third story i have four so four cases okay my third story is of marie okay and if i butcher this name i'm sorry Marie-Angelique Mamie Leblanc. So it's like French. French. Yeah. But I think the, I don't know. One of the names is spelled kind of weird. so. So in 1731 in France, villagers stumbled across a young girl wearing animal rags, stealing apples from an orchard. They were unable to determine how old she was. They estimated she was between 10 and 18, which is like a huge difference. Like... (laughs) <laughs> i like, yeah. I mean, come yeah. on now. Like, yeah. she's either 10 or she's not. Like, if she's 18, no. then you know, like, what the hell kind of 18 year old looking at
1: when they look at a cat and they're like, oh, it's probably between five and 12. <laughs> Yeah right. Like, uh,
0: did the owners brush the teeth or not? Just let me know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I guess they thought she was between ten and eighteen. So either she was an adult or a child. <laughs> okay, uh, all right. That's what that. That's what I'm getting from that. Yeah. The villagers unleashed a bulldog to get her out of the orchard. That was kind of harsh. What the hell? Harsh. What if they that?
1: What if it was a ten-year-old? Killed... What if that? Right.
0: <laughs> she could have gotten really harmed. Like it's not like they wanted the dog to lick her to death. No. Like you know. No. So yeah, they unleashed a bulldog to get her out of the, the orchard. She, in turn, killed it. Oh, okay. She, she can't protect herself. She punched it once and it died. Whoa. That's how strong she was. I want to be that strong. Right? So she, she hit it once and ran and ran off into the woods before the villagers can get her. And the dog died. Holy. Okay. Yep. Never so that. eventually they captured her and soon realized she didn't speak, only howled. She was hospitalized where she was named Marie-Angelique Mamie LeBlanc. So she didn't have, you know, they named her that. Doctors worked to civilize her. They realized she had only eaten raw meat. So this seems to be a common occurrence. Obviously, you know, yeah. they're not cooking in the wild. so
1: Which is very interesting because cavemen, they learned how to cook meat. All right. So you would think even if a child is by itself and it's feral, it might pick that up and then share with whatever it's cohabitating with. But they don't, they don't pick it up. They just kind of stick with whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, like, if I'm with wolves, I'm going to do what wolves do.
0: It's amazing that they didn't, like, none of these kids, like, died of, like, worms, like, early on. Like, you know. It's
1: fresh meat. And I guess you roll the dice as a feral anything.
0: Yeah. She had only eaten raw meat. LeBlanc was reportedly a Native American girl who was painted black and sold as a slave out of Wisconsin at age seven.
1: Yikes.
0: Isn't that fucking sick?
1: Yikes. Don't want to touch that with a hundred foot stick.
0: Yep. So she ended up in France via a slave ship headed to France. It was rumored that the slave ship she was on shipwrecked and she washed ashore with another girl. From there, they both became feral and slept in the wilderness, surviving on raw squirrels, foxes, and rabbits. At some point, the pair separated and LeBlanc was eventually captured. So she was sold as a slave. Mm-mm. During her time at the hospital, she was fortunate enough to learn French by the teachers. So, she was taught how to speak. So, she wow. learned. Okay. Royals and high society folk, because this was back in the 1700s, yep, they yep. still had, you know, the uh, the ranks and shit. Yep. So royals and high society folk in France were obsessed with her transformation from a savage to a speaking, civilized oh. young girl. She saw top draw. Right. Top draw. Isn't she delightful? Oh, oh, oh. Isn't she a sight to see? Oh, bonjour. Isn't she a sight for f- <laughs> for sore eyes? You can do anything you, you, you want to. You used to be such a little savage. Look at you now. And you, <laughs> when we found you, you had rags. <laughs> From rags to riches. Oh, it's truly magical. You only ate raw meat when we found you. And now you're eating escargot. Oh, escargot is the best. God's gift to Earth. Yes. Holy <laughs> 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 So LeBlanc was given a generous allowance by a duke and permitted to explore Europe. So nice. this guy was like, I'm going to sponsor this bitch.
1: Wow, uh, she got sponsored. Right? She got Way lucky. back in the day. Hell yeah. Can
0: I get sponsored, uh, Can I get sponsored? Hello, give me a dollar. <laughs> um. So unfortunately, that duke died in 1752, which left her without any income. Damn. But, Aww. but. Thankfully, she had connections who helped her. So she had met so many people and had awed so many people with her great transformation. Grace. That at the time she died, she was actually wealthy herself. Oh, hell yeah. It was rumored that she preferred to wear silk and velvet clothing. Me too. So she was bougie. Hell yeah. Bourgeois. Bougie and loved it. So Miss Mamie LeBlanc was a success.
1: That's another thing, right? I'm thinking like... We, as a society, have just started picking up on the spectrums with mental disabilities. Right. If, you know, those other two children that you spoke of, if they were on that spectrum, it might have just, everything might have been against them from the beginning. But her, maybe she wasn't on that spectrum, so she had a little bit more of a chance. Back then,
0: they didn't know. They do you didn't, didn't know what that was. Do you think was. the spectrum has been around for that long? Do I you, think I, so. I feel like, I know that it's been around for a long time. Guys, I'm sorry, that's my dryer in the background. It's letting me know my clothes are done. But I don't know if it's been around that long you think everything's been
1: around for a long time we just didn't know about it because there wasn't any science behind it
0: okay see i'm one of the believers that certain people just react to vaccines differently Oh no, I don't think so. Not I'm not autism. anti-vax at not,
1: all. Not with autism. That was a that's like a huge deal. I remember you know it coming out, but there's been scientifical proof that it's not. It doesn't correlate. You know, at this point, it's probably more of our food and all the chemicals and all this, the stuff we eat. Yeah, but I I don't know. I don't think it's that. like yeah, it's from vaccines or nothing, but. Okay. who knows i don't know anything yeah. either
0: i know i feel like everything's just a conspiracy at this point exactly I don't that's know the other believe.
1: thing anything I, I mean even the the fruits and vegetables like why do we have quote-unquote regular fruit and vegetables and then we have organic shouldn't and everything be hell? organic
0: right and why the fuck is it so hard to find a watermelon with seeds that yeah because it's all manufactured
1: nuts? it's all like processed oh. a certain and way it
0: never used to be yeah. i cannot find a watermelon with seeds to save my life
1: well, the world is getting so populated that there's got to be faster ways of feeding everybody. Or it might turn into zombies. Who knows? It's
0: so overpopulated. Yeah, and people here get violent. You
1: know, people get violent without food. You get hangry. I know. I get, you get a so lot of murders. Violent.
0: I'm such a bitch when I'm hungry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there you go. That you know, with the with the overpopulation of people and companies here they are doing abortion, you know, countries, you know, and pe- and all these whatever companies and shit. They're doing everything they can to produce minimize effort, the, yeah, cost. the cost and still produce twice and they're killing as much us and by doing we're so. dying yeah yep. well death is imminent so yep death is inevitable regardless just let's hope we don't die of a uh, cancer or something because yeah. that would suck
0: yes it would so last story let's go the child's name and this is the most recent one well the most recent one in this epilogue oh no we decided that wasn't a word <laughs> the epilogue <laughs> in this, this is uh,
1: the most se- in this series episode in this episode oh yeah let's episode. Do episode yeah in this episode
0: in this episode there might be part two if people like it
1: so Ooh, okay
0: so oksana malaya is the most recent feral child in okay. this episode she was found in the village of nova god damn it okay guys i know i'm gonna butcher this and to all my ukrainians i apologize I stand with you, but I cannot read this shit. She was found in the village of Nova Blagovishchenka. Okay. 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 Nova Blagovishchenka. Okay. All right. In Ukraine, 1994. Wow. Imagine having to write that on your postal card every time that you, uh, that's a fucking mouthful.
1: You're used to it. Where
0: are you from? Nope. (laughs) So she was found in 1994 and she was eight at the time. So when she was found, police were called. Her parents were alcoholics who abandoned her outside when she was three.
1: Three? How do you abandon a three-year-old? How do you go, all right, bye, child, and then you just go
0: and have some tea? No. And go to sleep? They had some Dubra because they were alcoholics. Mm. That was... Tea was not their drink of choice. Okay, never mind. So they abandoned her outside when she was three. At the time, it was so cold, she crawled into a dog kennel. Because, you know, over there in Ukraine, it gets cold. It's freezing. Yeah, it's like always fucking gray there. So she crawled into a dog kennel. She lived off the scraps and leftover from the dogs. So So whatever they wouldn't eat, you know, she'd eat. When police found her, she walked on all fours and couldn't speak. So obviously, this is a common occurrence amongst the feral children. She went off to an orphanage, was taught how to walk upright. She now is in her late 30s and lives in a group home and adult daycare facility. Oh, wow. So she didn't really make much progress.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's so terrible.
0: Yeah. She's also said to speak in a flat, emotionless tone. So she did learn to talk. Okay. Almost as if she's being ordered to talk. So when she does talk, it's like... It's like monotone or something. She's like, like, I really...
1: Yeah, she's like, I don't really want to be doing this right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So she still barks from time to time and she also hides new items like a dog would when she first gets them.
1: Wow. Okay. I'm really interested. I want to look stuff up on this yeah. topic. This is insane.
0: Yeah. So that, that is, there wasn't a whole lot on her, but that is the story of oh. Oksana that's terrible and it was very sad
1: it's very sad and she is strong because being it, able to survive in the cold like that
0: yeah and mind you all the stories were sad yeah but like they also didn't say when these children were abandoned mm-hmm. so it was kind of like damn like you know that's really sad like when you know this one we know like three years old three she was left old. out in the cold and it's like that's really sad uh all the stories are sad but Mm-mm. um so yeah so she
1: just like lived out on the street with
0: the dogs with the dogs with the dogs yeah, okay. and so she, and till this day, she's living in an adult care program, yeah. like a group yeah, home. and she will never be independent. No, you said. can't. Yeah, yeah, you can't. So that is the story of Oksana Very and good. all of the other feral children that I decided to cover today.
1: Never knew that was a thing. I know, right? Yeah, I, I forgot it.
0: what it was that made me want to do this. I think I was like, I don't know, just kind of looking into things, and I caught it, and I was like, wow. I was like, is there a lot of this going on? And I looked into it and I I was reading and I was like, wow, 100 cases. And there's probably more. You got to remember, like these kids have just, they've been found because they have had encounters with humans. But there's probably plenty more children that have been left with animals absolutely
1: like earth is so huge i can't imagine maybe what somewhere in like depths yeah what's you know like places like india something know, like that where there's or anywhere with deserts yeah. or big jungles the right. brazil something like that where it's like there's probably uh-huh. all kinds of feral people everywhere yeah you know
0: the appalachians
1: yeah africa there's probably know, all kinds yeah. of things going on big deserts big jungles
0: yeah i still want to do a story on the appalachian mountains i see some shit about there
1: yeah You you seen some newer stuff?
0: Well, no, nothing new. Just you know, in general. Okay. Like just those feral people that live up there, and they're just like cannibalistic psychos. That's legit.
1: I I gotta look into it. I've never really looked into it. Yeah, like there's
0: yeah, there's stories. They. I
1: I don't know if I would just because of pop culture and movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. I would definitely. I don't like going hiking around here. Hell no! I don't don't like. like It's either there's a dude or something behind a bush. At this point, people are going crazy. Or there's like a mountain lion. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to get eaten by mountain lion. They're violent.
0: There was a bobcat outside of my kids' school once. I was dropping them off. Nope. And there was a bobcat out there. I had to call the school and I was like, just so you guys, because it was drop off time. And I was like, just so you guys know, there's a bobcat out here just chilling on school grounds. I'm like, holy shit
1: no you'll see the black bears too mm-hmm. no thank you yeah i i i just had a dream the other day this grizzly it was a female grizzly trying to get in my house it had three cubs the cubs were trying to get near me but i was inside the house they were outside the house but guess what the house ma- was made of glass so anywhere i it? went so anywhere i went she could see me and she was trying to get in she that's yeah. such
0: a random dream
1: i always have dreams like that like bears chasing after me is it's that so a crazy. fear no I mean, now it is. been dreaming about it so much. Have you
0: looked into that?
1: I have. Yeah. I haven't looked into this one. I forgot. You know how that goes.
0: Yeah. That's kind of weird though. But that's like I- irrational. It's, it's so like a random. recurring type of.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. It'll be random. They're always chasing me in a house. Grizzly yeah, bears. Yeah. You might want to look into that. Always chasing me in the house.
0: That's weird. I don't know why. That's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might want to look into
1: that. I've looked into like dream interpretations before for mm-hmm. it, but I don't remember what it was. You can't. You can't count on me to remember that
0: <laughs> hmm, i'm intrigued yeah
1: yeah i gotta look into it again
0: that might be a good topic like dream interpretations people, people that know well what like dreams like people that have had premonitions oh wait I are you we... saying i'm gonna get killed by bears no i'm not i'm not <laughs> i'm just saying it means something it does i think so i think so because you don't just have that dream
1: yeah it's some kind of symbolism yeah right right i don't yeah. know yeah i'll read into maybe it when i remember maybe a subconscious
0: type of thing yeah you know Maybe even, like, maybe it has something to do with your neighbor. I don't know. Like, that he's just such an uncomfortable presence around your house. No, I
1: mean, I don't, I've had them forever, years. Oh, oh.
0: That's even weirder. Yeah, years. It has, it's not just now. Speaking of fucking, speaking of neighbors, the fucking house is pending, and I'm really hoping that whoever it is is not an asshole yeah i hope so too i hope not because it's just been so peaceful here yeah and this lady came to look at the house the other day and her kids were fucking assholes and i could just tell already they oh, were like God. about to come into our yard and i'm just like i am not you're going to
1: have to put up a fence like we did.
0: I uh, know. I'm going to tell them not to come in the fucking yard. Right. And I'm going right. to be a bitch. And I don't like to have to be a bitch. But yeah, I just yeah. don't also don't like people who don't watch their children because I have yeah. kids and my kids are respectful. They mm-hmm. know you don't mm-hmm. go on somebody else's property. Right. Right. You know, and you're careful near others and they just were all no, over People the don't teach place.
1: their children anything nowadays. Yeah. Well, Nothing. I'll teach them. That's okay. And Finish. you got asshole adults. Right. Real shitty caring adults. Mm-hmm yeah so, whatever well yeah.
0: yeah hopefully hopefully they're not hopefully bad. they're good because i don't want to have to be the asshole well if they're hispanic they're gonna be good for the most part well i don't know i didn't see her i just saw the kids yeah. unattended by themselves so
1: okay yeah because hispanic people they're like
0: what are you doing you respect other people's property yeah so but we'll see what happens yeah. hopefully not okay so that is episode 22 i liked it a lot that was very yeah. good that was very entertaining Know, short little no it's good it'll make the topic. 30 minutes i think yeah it'll be good but uh we will have to figure out what my next topic is I'm that's trying, right i'm trying to get uh away from the gore for a little bit yeah you know Let's and, figure uh, it out get some get some new topics
1: popping. go paranormal i like this this what you just did right now is really good very creative per- yeah yeah a little more mysterious
0: yeah it's different not a lot of people know about it either no you know what no. i mean like since when do you people talk about feral children you know
1: never heard it so I and mean, i listen to a lot of podcasts yeah never heard of fair well children. you heard it
0: here first you heard it here
1: first fucking right. demented files oh that's right
0: the best <laughs> <laughs> rate you review and subscribe that's right tell a friend to tell a friend
1: follow us on instagram
0: Follow us on Instagram. Like our shit.
1: Listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcast.
0: And not Pandora yet,
1: not yet. I don't know what's going on. I forgot. I'm gonna have to check that out again. I have some. Things Find out to what's going say, on. But I'm
0: not gonna say that. No, no. Then you're gonna have to update.
1: The Be episode. nice. I'm gonna have to
0: edit. I'm not gonna say anything.
1: <laughs> All right, guys. Wait, wait, wait. I will say one thing. <laughs> what?
0: Fuck you, Kayla. That's it. I'm checking out <laughs> again. Yes. <laughs> again. All right, guys. Leave
1: that in there, please. Oh. Okay, I will. Thank you. Well, have a great afternoon or morning, whatever it is, when you're listening to this. And we will see you on the next one.
0: Goodbye. Bye. Bye.